0: Single simulcast is about a lot of things. This podcast may make you laugh, cry, or pound your fists into your desk. If you hear something you like or something you don't, email us at singlesimulcast at gmail.com.
1: One. Single. Simulcast.
2: I don't know why I started doing that shit. Not a oh, fan wow. of that shit. Not a fan of it telling folks. I mean, that makes it sound creepy that I'm not a fan of it telling folks that this thing is being it does, ha-
0: it do- it does make it sound like that. it does make it sound like you like
2: before you could secretly record people, but now you can't. You know what though? You're not that far off. And here's the reason why I feel that way. When I'm when we're doing a show or when we're doing mm-hmm. the dream team or, or 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 whatever we're doing, hindsight, whatever it may be, and the show's over, we've closed out. Thank you for coming out. We'll holler at y'all later. Y'all be good, peace, whatever it is. And the conversation keeps going afterwards and that conversation is moving and it's good and it's a good conversation. After I've already stopped the recording, I can just hit record again back in the day and it would keep taping and we'd have this great conversation and I would use. I, I generally would tell folks, "Okay, I turned it back on. We're taping or whatever sure. it may be." But if I turn it back on and she bursts out with oh you know, yelling out this <laughs> it, that just yeah. that fucks up the vibe. You know, sure, it's, it's jarring. It's like, okay, you know, I I, I just I, I realize. I mean, one of the other ones that I used to use way back, and I think it was eCam. It might have been Ecamm, but it would send out an alert saying Mm -hmm. this call is now being recorded. And I'm going to tell you right now, if I figure out how to turn this shit off, I'm putting it on a TikTok video um, just so I can let everybody know because it's it's annoying and it's necessary, but it's annoying. Sure. Especially for
0: what you're using it for.
2: Mm -hmm. Like you want to have these honest, pure, just thorough conversations and you get told that it's now recorded and they're like, oh, well, you know, uh, uh," and it's not like, like, listeners, hi. You know, I'm actually stumbling on what name to call myself now (laughs) because in Ratchet Book Club, I go by Derek. In hindsight, I don't remember what I call myself and here I'm Rashani. That's just, it's just, it's just, it's weird. It's a thing. Mostly, though, Shantae's here. And that's all that fucking matters. Like, let's be honest with everybody. And I'm
0: consistently Shantae across all kinds of things.
2: All the boards. <laughs> all of them. But um, before I started talking about that camera, the, the recording thing, and I'm really going to figure that shit out, I was going to ask you. I saw you pop up with a reading a couple days ago, and that shit was hitting. Um, oh, okay, cool. And I stay looking... For your readings, um, I feel like I'm learning. Like, but I I'm not learning quickly enough. So I'm I'm leaning. I'm not trying to learn like to the point where I'm like this is my new joint. You know, I'm sure. learning to the point where it's like this is. I get the same feeling from reading your tarot readings. As mm-hmm. I get when I used to open up the newspaper and look at my horoscope. Okay. Like it's 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 cool. That's... It's cool. And if it works yeah. out, dope. And if not, oh, this is yeah. interesting. You know?
0: Yeah. And that's definitely the intention. It's definitely like I've never said that I was psychic. I am not psychic. Call it's me more... now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Call me now. It is not like that. But when I do, you know, I started doing those weekly readings to uh get familiar with. Uh, the the tarot deck that I use the antique anatomy tarot that my uh, mother-in-law got for me so I was like man fuck it I'm gonna do you know because there's all kinds of people on Twitter on Facebook on Instagram that are doing their own either like a card of the day or a weekly reading or a tarot scope you know Mm -hmm. using astrology or whatever and I was like you know what fuck it I'm gonna do this shit too you know, and if somebody fucks with it, great. And if nobody fucks with it, that's fine, too. You know, it's it's nice for me. I think about it throughout the week. Like, oh, man, what was that thing that I said? What was that card? Is that does that feel familiar? You know, and so it's dope. Just just one person, you saying like, oh, you know, th- that feeling of it being like a horoscope. I feel like that's what it is. It's just you don't have to take it like super duper seriously. Mm-hmm. But it's just something nice to, you know, think about. And maybe it makes sense and maybe it doesn't, maybe it's not so much that it makes sense in your life specifically, but it might be something like, oh man, that does kind of just thinking about the the subject matter might be, man, maybe maybe I should think about this thing this way or whatever. So yeah, I appreciate it.
2: So I have questions. Yeah. (laughs) Fortune cookies. Okay. Did you used to read those? Like, was that your thing at first? Like when you were a little kid, did you like, oh, you said, yeah. I got to crack open the fortune cookie to see what that's going to say. It's fortune cookies, a gateway drug to tarot. I think that's the question. I don't I know.
0: Got. I've never, even, I've never thought of it like that, but I still have uh, fortunes from high school Damn. that I just, that I kept in like, cause you know, there was the the old school uh, CD, bag mm-hmm. you know like the big three ring ring binder and there was like a little mesh area in the front of it yeah the little zipper part that's where I would put the uh fortunes, fortunes. you know I would get one you know maybe you go to lunch to go to the Chinese place at lunchtime you get a fortune cookie and i would be like oh man okay cool and I stick it in there and then that's so funny. I still keep I still keep them or I still I, I kept them then
2: you have them somewhere maybe at your dad's house No,
0: I think they're here somewhere in the house. I got to think, I think the, I mean, I'd have to go to like (laughs) the back room to get them, but but yeah, I still have, I still have them.
2: I still have some art from when I was a kid. Like I stumbled over it at my mom's house. uh, The first book that I wrote. Um, And I was like eight and um, it was about a princess named Tracy. And I think that looking back at it now, looking at it now, I'm trying to remember what exactly made me write this story. I know it was something for my class. Um, I don't know why I named the princess Tracy. My aunt's name is Tracy. Mm But I made the princess a white woman. I don't know why this happened. I don't know how this worked together. Maybe it was because at that age, I was like the princesses I see on Disney. I don't fucking know. I'm not even going to try and quantify Mm -hmm. it. But really interesting story, you know, rudimentary because it's an eight year old writing it, but well done. And I kept going. Like I kept building on that to, you know, I would think. At this point in my life, honestly, the culmination of writing has been sin and solace.
0: Um,
2: But I'm still building, you know, and so that's why I was asking. I wasn't trying to be facetious or anything like that. I just, I, you know, was that something that has always interest you as tarot cards? Like, has that always, has fortune, has knowing, I don't know, like, how do you define tarot? Is it just knowing your fortune or is it knowing the cards or...
0: No, I don't even know how to explain what it is. I know the first time I got introduced to tarot, like me using it myself, I was like 16 years old Mm -hmm. and walked into the bookstore and saw this tarot deck. It was not, it was a tarot of the witches. And it, I think I recognized it from the James Bond movie. I think that's what it was. I think I recognize, I think it was live and let die. Okay. I think it was that one. So I recognized I was like, oh, let me check this out. And, and, you know, it would be cool to be able to read tarot and, and all that kind of stuff. And then I freaked myself out and got real churchy and threw it away.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and and then about uh, six years ago, it was just like uh, started. Uh, well, I think I got I'm, I'm almost positive. What happened was somebody else on my timeline was reading tarot, mm-hmm. Uh bruja tarot yeah bruja tarot was reading tarot and I was like man it would be cool to you know get back into that again you know because I really don't feel the way I felt when I was 16 I don't feel like it's a bad thing I don't feel like it's against God and all this different kind of stuff that I felt when I was 16 and so it was just like man I'm gonna just you know check this out and so I just started just basically learning it and just kind of Asking random questions. I mean, I feel like tarot can be anything that you need it to be. It can be something, like I see people who use it for helping them craft stories. I see people use it just to kind of help them with their daily life. Um, Use it for journaling and just just thinking about just ideas and whatever. So it can really be anything that you want it to
2: be. You've mentioned like, three different decks Mm -hmm. at this point in time. Mm -hmm. Each deck has different cards, right? Or do they all have the same? There,
0: there There's 78 cards each, and there's the major Arcana deck, and that goes from, like, 0 to 21. Mm -hmm. And it's the same names. And then There's the minor arcana deck that are kind of basically likened to like playing cards. There's suits and then, uh, you know, like king, queen, knight, page or Mm -hmm. whatever type of those types of things. But what can get different is different artists may reinterpret different cards a different way. So they'll draw different pictures like they're all still like there's a judgment card. The judgment card is always going to be in a tarot deck, but somebody might call it something else. Somebody might draw a picture different than what the like original, original art was. So you can pick up a tarot deck. If you know tarot, eventually you could be able to pick up any tarot deck and read with it. Okay. Event Eventually I would say, you know, depending on if you connect with it, blah, 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 blah. But just like, you know, a full card is a full card is a full card it's yeah. just really depending on whether or not you like the way it looks you like what the person you know you like it
2: i'm asking these questions and 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 listeners out there hey what's up leave a review of pod chaser that'll be dope because you can leave a review of pod chaser for separate show or separate episodes or for the show as a whole um I'm not being facetious. I want to keep saying that. I just have questions. Since you said that they can make, like the cards stay the same, but the the, the drawing, so like for the full, the card meaning stays the same, but the drawing they could place on the card can be different. Yes. What's stopping Disney from making a tarot set? Is it just that they think that folks might think it's associated with the occult?
0: I would say it's probably that. Okay. Okay. I would say it's that. I mean, because it would be easy to make, you know, a Star Wars tarot I deck, buy that
2: shit.
0: or a Harry Potter I tarot buy that deck. Shit, or... But I would
2: buy a Star Wars tarot set. That shit yeah. would be dope. Oh yeah. my god! I mean,
0: I mean, they may. I mean, it's not Disney, but I mean, there's a Game of Thrones tarot deck. You oh, know, and so they, yeah. There's a, Did there's they the make Rake of... the Fool? Did they? No. Who was the fool? I forget who was the fool. Like, some of them, it was one of those ones where, like, every single character wasn't represented, mm-hmm. you know, so some people were kind of disappointed, but they, I'm pretty sure, uh, damn. Yeah, yeah, I forget, because, you know, uh, Littlefinger was in it, and I forget who he was, and everything, but here, hold, hold on. All right, I'm for sure. It.
2: While she's looking, y'all, I'm gonna talk amongst myself. <laughs> she's back.
0: This is what. This is why it's great that I'm here in my room and not like way in the back because all my stuff is in here. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, like, see, like, here's the judgment card and they made it the Night King. Okay. And then
2: what else? So, how'd you come about getting this deck? Did you, was it online? Did somebody buy it for you? How much did it cost?
0: It was, how much did this cost? I want to say it was like 20 something. What does it say? Yeah. It says it was 24. It was 2495. It's just one of those ones that kind of popped up. It came up. I got, I ended up getting it. It was a few years ago when I got it. I was like buying tarot decks, like buying, 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 buying tarot decks. And it was mm-hmm. just like, okay, you got to relax. So you got to wait <laughs> and you got to wait. You got to wait. I, I ended up waiting. Like I, I ended up going on like a six month no buy to, you know, on tarot decks. Mm-hmm. And this was the tarot deck that I allowed myself to get uh, in between the in beginning and the end of the nobody, because it hit on my birthday.
2: That's what okay. it was. Did you a- Amazon? Where'd you find it at?
0: Uh, yeah, it was. It's a mass market deck, so it would have been at Barnes and Noble, Amazon. Okay. Anywhere it was, oh. you know, it wasn't. A, it wasn't an independent deck. They made. Okay, so here, the fool. They made Tyrion the fool. Oh. Uh, they made I Tyrion think- the fool. Which isn't, you know, which the fool isn't like the fool, like oh, like an idiot. It's yeah. more like a begin. It's a beginning kind of a card. Okay. You know, so it's not, it's not necessarily like an insult to him or anything.
2: Yeah. Okay, because when I heard fool, I was thinking like jester.
0: Sure, and and that's easy, and that's easy to easy to go with. They made they made uh, Peter Baelish. They made him the king of coins, you know, because he was the master of coins. Mm-hmm. I figured that. I figured that's where they were going with it. Then they made uh, they made Brienne strength.
2: Oh, that's my homie. Yeah.
0: yeah, you know some of these were like really, you know, made a lot made you know made sense. They made Aria death.
2: Yeah, I could definitely you know. see that.
0: <laughs> yeah, they turned they made they made the the flayed man, the hanged man. And what else? No. Oh, they turned. Yes, that's what it was. They made they made Daenerys the, the Empress and I think John is the emperor.
2: Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you nasty. <laughs> but yeah, and then they they made they made Lady Olena the queen of coins because okay. she had all the money. Yeah, you know, she ha- she she did have a lot of money,
2: which is why they were sending, why the Lannisters were trying to get in good with her.
0: Yeah, and that's what it was. It they made that's what it was. It was this is what I was thinking of. They made Littlefinger the magician, and the magician is one of those cards where like the magician can be somebody who's kind of underhanded and sneaky, but it's also just somebody who just has all the tools at his disposal or her disposal. That just really can just make shit happen almost out of thin air. That's what it feels like. And so that's, you know, so, and that's what the whole thing with this deck, some of these character choices, it was just like, yes, yes. Totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. And then other ones, you know, I think some people were disappointed, you know, like this one was a good one. It's, it's Ramsey Bolton and he's the devil.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. You know, yeah. so...
0: Yeah, it was just, you know, it's a good tarot deck. I mean, some people didn't really like the, didn't like all the art or the way it was put together. Yeah, Cersei's the Queen of Swords. Okay,
2: yeah, I can see that one too. But yeah.
0: But I mean, I think what people didn't like about this deck is some of the characters were recycled. That's what it was. So, you know, John is different characters at different points. But I also feel like what they were going for was not just the character but also the image Mm -hmm. so in this situation this character may have been the fool in this situation this character may have been something else
2: okay so when you first do tarot when you Mm -hmm. first get interested in tarot Mm -hmm. do the cards come with a book that like yeah. explains it to you, or do you have to I buy mean, a book separately and then it comes with like a set of cards? I would figure Barnes and Noble would have like a back in the day. I don't even know if Barnes and Noble is still around. Rest in peace. But they would have had like a set <laughs> with a book and cards.
0: Yeah. it Well, it depends. There are some tarot decks that come out and there's just the tarot deck, but a lot of tarot decks have their own book. Uh, one of the the stereotypical thing is like a little. It's called a LBL wb it's called a little white book and inside of it is just like keywords and like a little blurb about what the you know what it means
1: okay. uh
0: some people who make their own decks they get more extensive with what they think the the card might be to them which i guess that's why i keep buying tarot that's part of why i keep buying tarot decks is because somebody else might have a different interpretation That the previous tarot deck that I had didn't the previous deck author didn't come up with. It's just Mm -hmm. like, oh, let me keep that in mind as I read for whatever situation or pull a card or whatever, you know. So I, I mean, I I prefer a tarot deck that does have it that does have a book. Okay. (sighs) You know, but there are just regular tarot books just books on their own that are about tarot that don't have the deck that are you know that people use to just you know reference books just like with anything else
2: do you have a little white book do i have a little little white book book is a better question
0: do i need one it depends there's some cards that just when i see it i still kind of need the keyword to get the sense of exactly what that is like there's some cards where it's just like okay I know what that feels like. I know what that is. I can, you know, I don't get this card mixed up with this card or, or whatever. And then there's other cards where it's just like, oh, let me look at that. You know, let me look this up okay. and be for, you know and make sure I get clear on what it is I'm trying to say okay. or make sure what I think it means, means what I think it means. So no, I'm not, you know, it's called off book. I am by no means off book
2: completely. I'm off-look in some instances, but not completely. So you said you started when you were 16, and then you stopped.
0: Yeah, yeah. so, like, by, about a year. I probably did it for a year when I was 16, and then
2: by 17, 18, had threw it away. And then when did you start back up again? What What age were you?
0: Uh, well, 34, I guess 2015, I think, okay. is when I, yeah. Okay.
2: I understand um, getting that, like, just that fucked up niggling in the back of your head that this might not be holy at that age, because that's... (laughs) Yeah. I I lost a lot of great... They don't make porn like they used to, let me tell you. (laughs) I lost books. I lost movies. That was a movie called Butt Woman that I can't find anywhere. I called it the red tape because it was just a red video cassette. I don't even know how I found those movies. That's the worst part. I don't know.
0: <laughs> they just magically appeared. The porn fairy dropped
2: them off. I think, I think, honestly, I think what happened is that as my as my stockpile grew from one cassette to two. Mm -hmm. Other folks may have figured that my place was a good hiding spot because if I had two tapes, my parents must not be checking very much. When it was actually the opposite, my parents were very, very, very aware of Porn and were like yo we ain't doing that in this house it's a good christian household so i was hiding them at the bottom of moving boxes like i would have books because books are heavy i would just put them the tapes underneath the books and i would hide them there but i got to college and i was good all the way through college and then i think i went to a fca meeting a mm-hmm. fellowship of Christianity or some shit like that. And I left out of there crying. It you know what? I I know I left out of there crying, but I it might have been from watching um that fucking movie with Charlie Sheen. That's the sound of the man working oh, on the chain. Cadence cadence. It might have been cadence. Cadence might have made me feel bad about my porn. Oh Be- wow. Because <laughs> because That song that the nigga sings at the end. Let me see if I can find that song. Oh, my God. That, Lord, when I've come to the end of my journey, weary and lost. Yeah, I was in college. I was depressed. I heard that song. That song hit me differently. At that point in time, the only way I was getting my hands on porn was either going to the fucking computer lab and printing out shit. Do you know how Mm. fucking perilous that is <laughs> now that I think about it going into the computer lab at like 9 30 10 o'clock at night and printing wow. out ream after ream of porn on those dot matrix pieces of paper so when that song hit me I was in my lowest form and I was like okay yeah this is God talking I gotta give all this up so I threw all my porn out the window <laughs> <And> so <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm on the second floor throwing porn out the window. Whoa, <laughs> Just no, making it rain. Got tape strewn. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess my mess was somebody else's blessed because when I came to my senses the next day, I was like, oh no. <laughs> and right outside. All of it. <laughs> all the porn, wow. all the reams of paper, all the books, all the everything. And I mean these were I'm not I'm not trying to sound I'm not trying to make you uncomfortable or anything like that. Some of these were really well-written books. That sounds weird. It just Mm -hmm. because here's something that I ran into from reading Ratchet Book Club, and something Mm -hmm. that I realized from reading books is that there's a thin line between romance novels and straight up porn. Sure like those heaving bodices type books. There's a really, really thin line. Matter of fact, I can go on Kindle right now and and, and there's a book that I have because I'm going to read it for Ratchet Book Club called Mistress by Mistake. Oh. <laughs> and Mistress by Mistake, for those of y'all who are wondering, I'm, I'm hip, I'm, I, I, I understand. Mistress by Mistake is a book by a woman named uh, Maggie Robinson. And it is about a woman who was mistaken for a courtesan by mm. a Duke, or by Earl, or by the Duke, 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 Duke <laughs> of Earl. So, he's something. right? And he's like, I've been waiting for you. She's like, I'm not the right person. He's like, you're the right person for me. And then they have sex for like 40 pages.
0: Oh, my God.
2: It felt like 40 pages. It was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> the next day she woke up, he came in with whipped cream. They started over again. Oh, okay. So, like, I never really understood the whole, you shouldn't be reading this. Meanwhile, my mom's sitting in the front room with those books with Fabio on the cover. I read some of those books. I know what's going on. I know what turgid means. You're not <laughs> <laughs> turgid. You're not fooling anybody. And so right. I was listening to a podcast um, to yesterday. No, today. Yeah, today. While I was at work. Um, and shout out to them. It's uh, Campfire Classics. It's two folks uh, who read old stories like. Mm-hmm. And the story I read today was by Mary Shelley. It was a short story. And it had the whole heaving bodice and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff happening in it. And I was like, you know what? This is this is that slippery slope tourist porn that nobody ever talks about. <laughs> but, yeah, I miss my shit. And I think about it all the time, especially late night when Nisha's asleep. Fellas, I just want to tell you again. Easiest way to... I. I felt temptation, and I couldn't help it, and that's why I cheated. Nigga, buy a book and go take care of yourself in the bathroom. It's quicker, it's cheaper, it's a lot less stressful. If your significant other has a problem with porn, I don't know. I, I would think as a as, a, as a older guy now, I'm, I'm, I'm in my 40s, I would seriously think that my wife would prefer porn to somebody out running the streets.
1: Sure
2: especially, you know, if it's on, you know, like she's sleep. If, if she's awake, I'm not just gonna be like porn and just run away from her. Like I'm going into the bathroom, don't knock. <laughs> but you know, I don't understand, but tarot cards.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Right.
2: I think that there's certain cards that need to be made that would make a lot of money for companies. I do. Sure. And so I, I I'm curious. They sell them on Amazon, obviously. Amazon yeah. sells everything. They sell fucking plutonium. Um, <laughs> I wonder if they got a Pokemon tarot card deck.
0: They probably do. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's on. Cause see, that's the thing. When stuff like when it's like stuff that's already like intellectual property, like that kind of stuff, that's hard to find. Well, not that it's hard to find. You're not gonna find it on Amazon. That, yeah. that's really what it is. You're not going to find it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble and stuff like that. There are uh, card making sites, like I think it's called Game Crafter, and you can create your own deck through game through Game Crafter. So you can't necessarily create it through Game Crafter and sell it all the time, mm-hmm. but you can make it. And so, but sometimes you can sell it through Game Crafter through game crafter because i have a a uh, steven universe tarot deck That's but it's dumb. not called but it's not called steven universe it's called future gem tarot so it's the images of steven universe mm-hmm. kind of digitally kind of drawn and everything but not literally the Steven Universe tarot deck because I'm sure they didn't want to get hit you know get dinged by a cartoon network for, for yeah. doing something
2: they don't have that on Amazon I mean not Steven Universe one to, no they, they don't have the Pokemon one but what they do have right here live in a living color the Nightmare Before Christmas tarot deck yeah Yep. do you have it? no do you want it?
0: <laughs> no, I hadn't really thought about no, I hadn't thought about
2: it. They also have Supernatural and then they have Disney villains.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And there was like there was another one, but like one of the first tarot decks I wanted to get, but I what but it never like materialized. There was like a DC tarot deck.
2: Ooh.
0: But it never like I had it for pre-order and it just never. I don't think they ever really, either they didn't make it or, you know, whatever happened, happened. I never got it.
2: Mm-hmm. That will be dope. So, I mean,
0: there are people who have made, you know, tarot decks based on larger properties. It just doesn't always um, happen.
2: And then we get the best of both worlds because here's a book by Jory Strong called Kaziah's Reading, Carnival Tarot Book Two. A dream sent Kaziah to the carnival and the fortune teller's tent. But it's meeting cable that'll draw her into a world of vampires and those who serve them. And it's it's mostly about fucking. I can look at the <laughs> yeah, cover. Yeah, that's what
0: it sounded. That's what it sounded like. It sounds yeah.
2: like that's the vibe. Yeah, it's two men and a woman on the cover. I know what's up. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might have to add that to the list. Oh man, and this is part two. Okay. So um, you haven't been outside. What are you going to do for the graduation? How are they doing the graduation?
0: Oh, I don't think they're doing graduation. They haven't said anything about it, but I don't think they're doing like eighth grade graduation. They did fifth grade graduation, but they're not, I don't think they're really doing eighth grade graduation. So we're just going on to the next. We're just on to the next one.
2: On to the next one. But yeah. is eighth grade part, is it considered high school? Like, I know that there's certain areas where like sixth grade through like ninth grade is middle school. And then there's some places where eighth grade through 12th grade or high school or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Is is it something like that?
0: It's really hard to, it, it feels hard to explain, because what happened two years ago, like it, the way it was, it used to be, the schools were set up, it was K through five, and then uh, six, seven, eight, and one, and then nine through 12. And they started shifting the schools, because you had a whole bunch of schools, in this particular district or not a whole bunch but you had a lot of schools in this district but not enough kids to fill all the schools Mm -hmm. and so they started like kind of manipulating grades and stuff to try to minimize closing as many as they needed to close and so seventh and eighth grade moved to the high school so I think technically that's probably why there's not going to be a graduation because it's just like you're still in the same school that you've been in before. You're just in a different hallway.
2: Exactly. Okay. They did that with one of the uh, charter schools that uh, Gogo and Triple Kenny went to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, here's the first news story. A Florida woman, upset over the thickness of her tomatoes, Throws a whopper and shouts racial slurs. Wildwood police arrested a 77-year-old woman after they say she admitted to throwing a whopper at a Burger King woman or a Burger King worker while calling the victim a stupid black expletive. Officers arrested Judith Ann Black of the villages on Friday. Investigators said they spoke with the victim, getting hit with a tomato. They're a victim. I know. I'm not. I'm not victim shaming. I'm just saying. You got hit with a tomato you better bomb back with some cheese <laughs> investigators said they spoke with a victim who told them that the older one well it's actually a whole whopper which means it's not a lot of meat but that bread is thickums. who told them that an older woman was not satisfied with her whopper and was screaming at the victim while standing at the counter the victim said she asked black to stop yelling so she could help her record show the victim turned around which is when Black threw the sandwich and said, shut up, you Black expletive, and she stormed out with her husband. Damn, her husband was there? He's co-signing this shit? And left in a white Ram pickup, according to the arrest report. Police say several witnesses backed up the victim's claim and also heard Black use a racial slur. So it wasn't Black motherfucker. That's, you know, I've been reading a lot of books recently. Black motherfuckers all in the books. (laughs) Shut up, you black motherfucker, and then the fight started. (laughs) Shut up, you black bitch, and then I blacked out. See, Ratchet Books, they just all have the same middle part. Somebody gets called a black something, people black out. Somebody gets shot, a baby is born, and scene. Surveillance video caught the license plate on the Ram pickup, which police said they used to track down Black and positively ID her from the driver's license photo matched against video from inside the restaurant. After she was read her, Miranda rights, police interviewed her. The woman said she was upset with the thickness of the tomato on her Whopper and confronted the victim at the counter, according to the report. Black told police she was angry that the worker was not fixing the issues and stated that she, quote, had the burger in my hand and tossed it at her. We will say she chucked it, but you know, tomato, tomato. Black further admitted to shouting at the victim calling her a stupid black expletive. Please say that the evidence of prejudice immediately enhanced the misdemeanor battery charge to a motherfucking felony. Wow. Right? Wow. Yo, dog, what you in here for? Murder. What you in here for, man? Arson. What you in here for, fam? Jaywalking? Oh, okay. What you in here for? See, I like my tomatoes this thick. (laughs) It's really important to me. I like them this thick, not a lot of juice, no seeds. Really important. Went to Burger King. They say, have it your way. I wanted my tomato this way. <laughs> they gave it uh-huh. to me this way. <laughs> you can see the tomato through the paper. <laughs> I asked her. I asked her to take the tomato and cut it in half. If she cut this big ass log of tomato in half, it would be this way instead of this way. But she didn't want to do it this way. So we had to do it. We I had to resort to some gangster shit. How'd you you solve it? I I called her a black... Why are you hitting me? Why are you hitting me? I didn't... Okay, I'll take
0: it. Yeah, I don't... I mean... (laughs) I mean, I get the disappointment with a tomato that's too thick. I just don't feel like it's worth throwing the Whopper. Mm -mm. But then I also wouldn't have went to Burger King because Burger King does not slap. Not anymore, anyway.
2: Not it for a while. Like, right? Like, they have gone yeah. downhill.
0: Yeah, Burger King does not, it it does not slap. It does not slap. I remember as a kid, like, there was a point where, like, you know, when you're a little kid and you have to, you can only get, like, kids meal hamburgers and shit. Mm-hmm. And there was the point where, like, I was able to get Whoppers. It was like, I had arrived as far as food is concerned. It was just mm-hmm. like, yes. I'm a grown up. You obviously, I'm not. I'm like eight, but it's just like, bitch, I got a whopper. I'm like, I'm hitting, you know. And so, yeah, it's mm-mm. Kanye starts no. playing
2: in the background. You can't tell me nothing,
0: <laughs> right? And but now it's just like, no, it's like burking is like the last thing.
2: Yeah,
0: I want to, mm-mm. to mm-mm. subject
2: yourself to your your stomach. Like, where were we? Nisha and I. Jack in the box. So there's this place out here called Jack in the box. I know it doesn't exist anywhere else. And for that, I apologize to y'all motherfuckers, because y'all deserve y'all deserve a place that's open fucking 24 hours a day and will serve you fucking food, serve you breakfast, any of those 24 hours. Y'all deserve a place that is so aware of their audience that they have a box. I'm getting teary-eyed. <laughs> they have a box. Called a goddamn munchie meal. They used to only serve it from nine o'clock until like three o'clock in the morning. For the for them kids who be smoking the Chiba Chiba. The <laughs> munchy meal would have either a double-decker cheeseburger, a triple-decker chicken sandwich, a sausage and egg breakfast sandwich, which was great. That's what I used to order. Or That was a fourth thing. I can't remember what the fourth thing was. But in addition to that, they also gave you a combination of curly and regular fries. Oh, wow. And two goddamn tacos. And a drink, the munchie meal. I think they also gave you chicken nuggets.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. For like $5.
2: Yeah, that's official. Right? Right. Y'all need this in your life. We're all talking about In-N-Out Burger and and Hardee's and Whataburger and all these things. And no, let me tell you the gospel of Jack in the Box. The niggas who came out and said, fuck your arteries, son. (laughs) I have something for you. So anyway, Alicia and I are at Jack in the Box uh, because we had just left somewhere that was near Jack in the box. And that's how Jack in the box works. They literally appear like the stairs in Harry Potter. Um, and so we went there and we were talking about what to get for the kids. And we had decided that we were just going to get everybody. Um, I think they were chicken sandwiches. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Cause you know, we're trying to eat better. So we got everybody chicken sandwiches and fries. Um, and they have an app and on their app, they give you all these deals. Like if you buy this on the app, you get a free $5 chicken nugget or a free Mm -hmm. five piece chicken nugget rather. And so I got the, the chicken nuggets. Cause I mean, one of the saddest things of being an adult is the fact that we don't fuck with chicken nuggets like we used to. Sure like to the point where niggas will call chicken nuggets, boneless wings Mm -hmm. just to get around calling them chicken nuggets. So I, they're calling them loud and proud chicken nuggets. So I got them for free and that was great. And they taste like magic. And I was so happy. I don't know how fuck I got on this subject. Oh, we were talking about how bad Burger King is. Burger King doesn't taste like anything. Yeah. Like, my new rule is if I walk into a place where they say shit is flame grilled and it doesn't smell like flames or grill in there, I gotta go, especially since i seen what school, they used to make school lunch cheeseburgers. Remember that? Like little nasty about this big cheeseburgers, the, the cheese. Folks will lie to one another to boost up their rep and be like, the cheese is green. I did open up a corn dog once at school and the, the hot dog inside of it was green. That shit was gross. Oh damn. But as far as the cheeseburgers, it was usually like it looked like something from like Arco, A.M.P.M. I don't know what the fuck they got and where you from, but, you know, I'm figuring everywhere there's an Arco. Um, but looked like something you buy out of a gas station.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They had the same black lines on them nasty ass gas station burgers that Burger King be saying they got from mm-hmm. having their shit on the grill. So you mm-hmm. can kiss my ass. I don't, I don't believe none of that shit. Yeah. King they probably
0: flame broiled it, broiled it once upon a time, but I'm, I doubt they doing that
2: shit now. Frank frame, flame, boil, flame, boiled, flame, boiled. This is this is how I sound when I read out loud. Flame broiled, and then frozen is not the way to go about living life, sir.
1: Yeah,
2: like cook your shit with pride right in front of me. One of the things that people, it it still amuses me that restaurants have the nerve to get mad at me when I ask them to give me hot fries. Mm. Like they try and give me these cold ass, just don't even have steam coming off them, congealed grease fries. And then <sighs> when I go and I ask them to, Hey, can I get some hot fries? I'm like, yo, all right.
0: I mean, that's because those four minutes that it takes to probably cook a new basket of fries is cutting into their, you know, assessment of how fast they get orders out.
2: True. I don't care, but true. (laughs) I mean, I get
0: get it, but I I figure that's why they're, you know, that four minutes is four minutes that three or four cars could have been through the thing. And then, you know, when there's always some, you know, and there's always... Some manager who is like, well, we got to get our things down to twenty. You know, we got to get our, you know, yeah, uh, sent out time by this, and it, and you know, and it falls on the person who basically is getting paid, you know, seven twenty five an hour.
2: Yeah, yeah, and usually I feel bad about saying I don't even care. <laughs> I don't want cold fries. I'll talk. You know what? Honestly. The way that I try and think about it is I'm doing a service for them and the customers behind me. I went to a a Mexican food restaurant a few weeks back and um, got a fajita platter with steak, shrimp and chicken. The chicken and the shrimp were just fine. The tortillas were excellent, like everything on there was banging. The steak didn't taste like anything. It didn't have any seasoning. Mm-hmm. And so I, when the uh, when the server came and was asking us how the meal was, I, I was telling her, "Yo, everything was good, but the steak doesn't have any flavor." I'm telling you this so you can tell the chef, so then they can season up the steak before the next person comes in and orders it, and comes out with the same experience, because they may not be as nice as me, and they may leave a bad review based on one bad experience. My mindset sure. is, if, if you go to a restaurant, if you've been to a restaurant like a hundred times and you have only had one bad experience and on that one bad experience, that's when you leave a review, you should never come back again. Mm -hmm. Like go fuck yourself. You have done a disservice to everybody moving in that restaurant. So I told them, you know, just tell them to season up the the steak or whatever, that'll help out. And that's my same mindset when it comes to the cold fries, I was, I'm not striving to be a dick, but I'm like, you know, maybe they didn't know, they don't get to eat the fries. They don't get to eat anything in there. Sure. They don't get to do shit. Like when I used to work at Taco Bell, we had to pay full price for a Chalupa and that was some bullshit. Cause I was making the goddamn Chalupas. You're telling me I can't even have a Chalupa shell with cheese in it. I can't make a cheese Chalupa. Those shits were so bomb. I might make a cheese Chalupa today. All it is, I'm a bust out Taco Bell cuz fuck them niggas, that's why. A chalupa ain't nothing but you go to the store and you buy some flatbread. It's like pita bread but, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: No, I'm saying it for the for the listeners out there, you know. I know you know. I hope you know. I mean, we've known each other long enough I, I think I, I didn't want to assume that you would know what pita what But anyways, you cut you take a <laughs> you take a flatbread Okay. You turn on your, um, you put a, a, a small pan on the on the stove. You put it on medium heat, heat that motherfucker up, put a small pat of butter in the bottom of it, let that butter get around the entirety of the bottom of the pan. When that butter stops foam, when that butter stops foaming and shit, mm. take the piece of flatbread, put it where the inside of the flatbread is face down in the pan. Let that shit percolate. I'd say about 45 seconds. After that shit gets some percolating, turn down the heat to like low. Flip that motherfucker over. While it's on the flip side and the, the, the middle is open or it's mm-hmm. on, it's on it's, it's, it's exposed, take your cheese and put that onto that open side. That's it. That's a whole fucking chalupa. Now, if you put meat and steak on it or whatever else, lettuce and tomato, that's cool. Do you. Me, I just want a cheese chalupa with, you know, a little bit of sour cream and some, um, some salsa. Now I'm drooling. This is fucked up. Um, but yeah, no, don't fuck with Burger King. I don't even know how we get, I don't know how I get to where I get to. I apologize profusely for that. What would you do if you went to the store and forgot your mask, Shantae?
0: Oh, go home. I would go home. I, re- I really would. I would go home. I would I, w- I probably would. I would just
2: what if I would you, go home. What, what if home is far away and you've had a really long day and it's been a bad day and the stuff you needed for dinner is right there in that store and you're hungry?
0: I would fucking go to McDonald's. Just, <laughs> or somewhere it's just no if like if it's just i would just take the l i really would i would just take the l it's just like damn it i forgot my mask i'm not going you know unless i knew for a fact that the place in there was one of those kinds of places that's like oh if you don't have a mask here's a mask
2: for you we have masks for you yeah
0: yeah like unless i knew for a fact i would just take the l and go home or you know buy something else on the way home and just be like yeah I forgot my mask whatever I I would for
2: sure What about you? Oh no, yeah. No, I have a box of masks in the car. Nisha's a fucking nurse. Like I just I have masks. Right, but if I but forgot my shit, if I forgotten my shit, there was one time that I was on the phone with Scar actually mm-hmm. I walked in the store with I have scar on the phone. I was going to pick up some ribs for a client. And I get all the way back to the rib section. And I realize I don't have my mask on. And I literally run out the store, <laughs> apologizing <laughs> to everybody as I run out the store. Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. And I go out to the car and I get my mask because I have two masks for my job, like two official masks, and I have the box of masks that Nisha gets. But no, I wouldn't. I, I couldn't. I like like I just feel like uh not just for them I feel like uh for myself like I don't know where y'all yeah. niggas been <laughs>
0: yeah I think that's what it is it's just like like at me forgetting my mask is me like f- walking out the door and forgetting it like mm-hmm. if I make it all the way to someplace without like that that just fit one I don't really go places anyway but I just feel like I mean, like, I have walked out the door and was like, oh, shit. And, but that's as far as I get, as far as, like, not having a mask. Mm-hmm. It's just... So I'm not going to make it all the way to a store and not, and not have it. It's just not. Nah.
2: You know why it's imperative that we wear masks all the time, listeners? Because some of y'all motherfuckers look like you scratch your ass and then sniff your fingers. That's why... I have to wear a mask. It is important because some of y'all just like y'all do the most when you're by yourself. Some of y'all look like you let your cat lick you in the mouth, twice. Cat hair all in your face, cats. Y'all know where those cats have been. they be out on the street just catting it up, living lavishly, <laughs> eating dead squirrels and shit come back yeah. in like nothing's wrong with a cat ass and lick you all in the mouth now you got dead squirrel in your mouth and that's how the army of the dead really started
0: <laughs> oh my god oh my god though speaking of masks are you they haven't lifted the man the mask mandates in california though right no
2: no no we're yeah. i think that we and one of no We have decided, Governor Newsom has decided to not ignore the lifting of, like, if you have the vaccine, you can wear, you can go without wearing a mask. He was just like, I'm going to just, you know, ride it out to the end of the year. Right. And the folks who are cool with it are the folks who are cool with it. The folks who ain't cool with it are the folks who are literally still trying to get him recalled. But I'm cool with it. I'm like, yo, somebody came up to me with their mask on. It's important. And was like, you know, this is the first year that none of my kids have gotten the flu. They had five kids, young kids. They're like, this is the first year. None of them got sick. None of them got the flu. I haven't been sick all year long. I haven't had any of that. And I can only attribute it to wearing this mask. I was like, yeah.
0: Right. Right. I mean, I figure between I figure between wearing masks and uh, being more diligent about cleaning high touch surfaces mm-hmm. that that's why the fucking flu was non-existent last year
2: mm-hmm.
0: compared to previous years, and I which mean, is wild,
2: you know. It's not like the flu's eradicated or anything because it's going anything. I nigga, I saw polio come back for a little while there, but <laughs> wearing masks, I'm I'm cool. I got I got a mask sitting right here. I, I wear a mask to answer my fucking door. Folks be like, I'm vaccinated. I'm like, cool. Me too. Still got right? the mask it's on. It's just
0: like, it, I mean, <laughs> it's it's just this. It, it's it's very odd how much people want people to stop wearing masks when Mm -hmm. it just feels like you just want people to, like, I think people are really just taking the whole mask thing personally, that somehow if I wear a mask, I think you're sick Mm -hmm. or something, you know, and it's just like, I mean, you bitch, you might be, I mean, I don't, I don't, it's just, why do people have to trust strangers especially with what last year was like when we saw loads and loads of strangers basically say, suck our dick. We are not going to protect anybody else. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to let people die. And people died. Like, and that's, I mean, that's basically what happened. You know, it's just, it's, no, it's people, it makes sense to keep wearing your mask. There's all kinds of reasons to keep wearing your mask. I think, you know, the fact that the flu didn't happen the way it usually happens. And people didn't get, you know, colds and all kinds of shit. It totally makes sense. And there's places in the world where they do wear masks if they feel sick. Like there's, you know, all kinds of places in Asia where like, if they feel bad, they put a fucking mask on because mm-hmm. they're not trying to get anybody else sick. So it just seems I people shouldn't treat the people who are wearing who are continuing to wear masks as abnormal or something is wrong or calling it hygiene theater or you know, basically making it seem like something is wrong with them for wanting to take care of themselves, especially with what happened. There were so many people who just flat out refused to take care of either themselves or other people through their actions that it's just like, what can you do? You have to do something for yourself. This is one thing you can do. And so that's what you get. You get people who are gonna, they're gonna wear masks outside or, you know, they're gonna wear masks with strangers. They're gonna not go to restaurants like they used to or the movie theater. And that's fine. Mm -hmm.
2: Especially the movie theater.
0: It's like, ugh. It's just like I mean, like it would be. It would have been different if people had acted like they were worth being around last year. It's a lot of people that did not. Yeah. And so I think some people have have decided, like, you know what, it's just gonna be me in my house. You know what, Netflix slaps. You know, or whatever it is. Hulu is great. I got Prime Video, or you know, I can. Go to the park and go do this thing, but I don't need to go to this party. I don't need to do this whole giant thing. I think some people, I think it's possible that some people experienced the lack of pressure around all these different events and things that they kind of couldn't do because it wasn't safe. And I think some people are just like, you know what? I don't want to fucking do that. Mm -hmm. It was nice not having to go, not having to (laughs) get dressed, not having to do this thing. It's just like, "Mm -mm, no, I'm going to just stay home. It's fine. Or I'm going to go do the thing that I like instead of doing this obligation.
2: It's like, I'm good. I mean, I I definitely appreciate having an out clause for why I don't want to do something because I don't want to do it, but I don't want to tell you I don't want to do it because I don't want to get judged for not wanting to do it. <laughs> uh, I don't... Uh, babe, those people don't really be wearing their mask like that. And no offense but it's a lot easier to convince my wife that people don't be wearing their mats. If I say, you know how they are, it even, <laughs> I don't have to say white people I'll have to do is say, you know how they
1: are. And
2: she's like, she, she just nods back and we just sit back and watch. There's a show on HBO called uh, legendary.
1: Okay.
2: If you have HBO, I greatly recommend it. It is. Um, the ballroom. Like, like, like um, oh okay okay
0: okay 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 i know yeah. what you're
2: talking about so there's like um eight different houses i think the house of balmon the house of gorgeous gucci the house of la la vent
1: <laughs> <laughs> the house of
2: ebony which this is weird the house of ebony is run by a white woman um how, Nisha and I were like, "How the fuck she getting there?" And I was like, "She must be Rachel Dolezal's cousin." Um, the House of Ninja, which is uh, right. all cisgender uh, women. Oh, okay. Um, the House of West. Um, there's there's like eight of them, and they are the they they are competing against one another uh, in ballroom style competition. Uh, and the winning house gets fifty thousand dollars, I think. Oh wow! And so the the host of the show, well, the hosts, mm-hmm. there's a person named La Roach. Um, I don't know what their gender uh, classification is, what they identify as um there's a former ballroom uh walker uh named laomi mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: i'm um, looking at i'm looking at it right now on HBO. i'm looking at the little the website and
2: yeah really- and then there's megan nostalgian right and jamila jamil and it is so good it is so good and it's it's i dare say wholesome like because they tell the stories of, of how they came up and 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 the struggles that they I mean it's not is it wholesome? Yeah, I can still be wholesome when they're talking about how they found a family. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm constantly heartbroken when I hear about people getting ostracized or or blackballed or 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 thrown out uh, because of. Um, their sexual preference or uh, because of them finding their truth. that is that is heartbreaking always. I just always find I cry when they talk about how they found their real families mm-hmm. um, And I always do wish that uh, everybody gets a chance to find their real family and, and and these houses love one another and it seems like the houses, Within, like the 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 houses love all the folks in their house, but then they also have like this respect for the other houses as well, which is really nice.
0: That was that was simply sensational. sensational. Single simulcast will surely surface speedily.
2: Bitches. Harder, F*** me harder, Daddy. Fuck me like the b- I am. Put it, Daddy. I don't even care. I don't care who sees me. Them b- can't f*** with me. They can't see a d- like yours. Fuck me, Daddy. Fuck me, Daddy. Oh, hello. I'm Derek, and I'm the host of Ratchet Book Club. We read hood classics and good classics, and that means anything from Old Thought Next Door to The Phantom Tollbooth. We read a few chapters every episode, and then we discuss what we thought of each chapter before we get to the next one. It's pretty enlightening. Sometimes you find out things you never knew, like did you know that somebody's... Ratchet Book Club. We're available on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, and anywhere else you really could think of good fucking podcast should be at.
0: What's going on, everyone? This is your girl, Julie, host of It Goes Down in the PM. We talk about everything from work, motherhood, local celebrities, to comic books. Tune in every Friday at 1 o'clock to find out what really goes down in the PM. Shh. We're not supposed to talk about that. Do Shh. not even let those words come out of your mouth. We're not supposed to talk about that.
2: Do not go there. To
0: say anything about it.
2: Hush now. Naughty. We just Shh. don't need to talk about this right now. Be quiet. Shh. We're not supposed to talk about that. That's day. really taboo.
1: Don't talk about it. You shouldn't talk about that. Don't talk about that. You aren't
2: supposed to talk. We can't talk about that in this house. You shouldn't talk about
0: that. Can we talk about this? We are going to talk about this. Welcome to Taboos, a podcast that discusses taboo culture. We're your hosts, Celeste and Allie. Join us in the exploration of all things society deems as stigmas, controversial, hush-hush, cringe factor, or eyebrow raising. From pole dancing to politics and everything in between, grab a drink and discuss with us. And as always, do you be taboos. Taboos.
2: And so the next thing that happens is Devil's Pie starts playing by (laughs) D'Angelo as they start getting the drug game all put together out there in Nebraska. Sincere tells us, yeah, we got it set up in Nebraska. We're looking real nice, you know, because my homeboy, whose wife was a cop, was able to help us out. But here's some fuckery that happens and here's some shit that should never happen. I want y'all to listen to me. Um, I, I grew up in an abusive household. I would never condone abuse. I would never condone any of that shit. I don't find it funny. I don't find it humorous. I think it's fucking de- deplorable. But what we ain't gonna do on my house is play, you sneak up behind me while I'm bagging up dope and put a gun to the back of my goddamn neck. <laughs>
0: yeah, she was wildin'. Yes.
2: I'm not gonna be able to giggle that one off with you. Not at all. Sit your sexy ass down. <laughs> my girl y'all walking up on us with a cop uniform on and a gun sticking a gun in the back of why you shoot my wife I mean she
0: she fucked around and found out
2: (laughs) ahoy motherfuckers join Brandon and I every Sunday as we look back on movies that we used to love and figure out why we probably hate them now we're available everywhere so do what you have to do to play
0: Hey there, this is Frankie Sparks. And this is Scott Eisenberg. We're married. And we have a podcast called Shoot the Flick. Every week, Scott and I introduce each other to a new movie the other one has never seen. We talk about it, give our thoughts on it, and also share some behind-the-scenes fun facts. We want you guys to come along and enjoy the movies with us. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Shoot the Flick and check out our weekly episodes every single Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and pretty much anywhere else you can find a podcast. Come and listen to us now as Frankie and I Shoot, Shoot the, the flick. flick. This is
1: the the Cast with my Daddy Rashadi. Peace.
2: Um but yeah, we watched that instead of going to anywhere um, because of motherfuckers like this. What would people do if they forgot their masks? Well, we don't know. But a 20-year-old Taiwanese man was seen waiting in line at the supermarket with a shoe tied to his face rather than a face mask. Hmm. Uh, The uploader posted the video on Twitter that went viral saying you can't enter the supermarket without a mask. So this guy used a a man's shoe instead of a mask. The man is seen wearing slippers, but he might have bought that in the store when he was busy turning his shoe into a face mask.
0: That's so odd. That's so odd. Because, you know, the other option as far as like not wearing the mask is to buy masks. Like we're mm-hmm. at a point now where masks are so normal that they are everywhere. They're in gas stations, they're in CVS, they're in Walmart, they're in grocery stores, mm-hmm. they're everywhere. So <laughs> I that's just an odd thing to tie a shoe to your face. When you also could have just asked the manager or whoever, is just like, look, do you have a mask for me? Or can I, you know, can I give you this money to purchase this mask so that I can come inside or something? Like if you really need to be in there, there's so many things that can be done that Mm -hmm. doesn't require a shoe that isn't even really blocking anything. And then, and then it's your shoe. Yeah. Like (laughs) you just breathing in all of your, your, your sweat and you know, that walk that you made, you know, a few days ago or whatever, just, with
2: no socks silly. on, silly
0: right just uh-uh. silly folks mm-hmm. are silly
2: so and unnecessary i think back to when uh, they were first telling folks they should wear masks
1: mm-hmm.
2: and i think back to how folks were right well not yeah, they were rioting. I'm not scared of y'all motherfuckers. Y'all were oh, rioting yeah. in stores, stealing all the toilet paper and or buying up all the toilet paper and, lo- and lotion and shit like that. And it wasn't so you could wipe your ass. Y'all just had toilet paper just stashed all over your fucking house and shit. I remember that shit. Y'all ought to be ashamed of yourself. But at that point in time, um, masks were running like 40 a box. Like something yeah. outrageous, a box. where pe- And and I remember we were talking about the haves and have-nots, how the uh, lower, the, the low-income folks weren't able to wear masks because they couldn't mm-hmm. afford them. Now, shit, they're giving away masks when you step into the store. Like like you said earlier, they're literally like, hey, here's a mask. Here's the hand sanitizer. Have fun with both of these. Um, and I think it's because working where I work, I've seen the amount of companies stop doing what they were doing like clothing manufacturers would stop making clothes and they just shunted all of their workforce to making masks yeah and folks like um the homegirl charmaine right uh, from uh, militantly mix started making their own masks at home and selling them. And so now we got just like this influx of masks. Like I said, for my job, I have two uh, personalized masks. So now it's like, okay, you want a mask? You need a mask? Here, take a mask. Here's a box of masks. You want a mask? Mask! Mm -hmm. So for you to have to put a shoe on your face, I feel like that was a joke. (laughs) Right? But at the same time, I'm I'm not sticking my nose in no funky-ass shoe for none of y'all niggas.
0: Yeah, I just go home. It's just, it's not that, it just doesn't seem that serious. It's just like, just go home or some, or a gas station and buy a mask.
2: So, Shantae. Yes. When you were pregnant mm. with Alex and Lily, do you remember how long you were in labor with each of them?
0: Oh, yes. But I it was—it was like from six o'clock to two o'clock or so, almost three with Alex, and then, oh man, I feel like my labor with Lily, it might have been like two hours, two or three hours.
2: Oh,
0: it might have, but it—but it was scary. What Lily's was scary. See, the whole thing with me and with, with Alex, I we lived in the town where my gynecologist was, where I was going to deliver with mm-hmm. Alex. So it wasn't a huge deal. And we actually kind of sat for a little while. You know, it's my first pregnancy. I didn't really know what was going on. I wasn't sure what was happening was happening. But then with Lily, we lived like 40 minutes away.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it was because, you know, it would have been great if, we had lived there, but it was scary because it's like we're driving, trying to get there. And that shit, it was like, it was go time. Yeah. As far as that labor was concerned with how fast, you know, like I got there and she was ready to come out and kind of still had to wait for them to get ready. That's how quick it, it went by and everything. Because I had to call, you know, my husband to come home because I just was like, this feels different. Let's just go. And, yeah, it was it ramped up on the way. There.
2: That's the only one of the ones where you have the baby in a parking lot. And so you know, yeah, I mean, like that's,
0: yeah. And that's what, that's what it, it felt like it probably could have been that. And it may not have been just because we were just going and I was just kind of pushing through and everything. But I screamed out in the parking lot. That's how hard they were hitting and everything. Like once we got to the hospital, like I was just, yeah, it was fucked up. (laughs) <laughs> thinking about it and everything but yeah it was scary how fast it went
2: would you do it again
0: oh have another baby
2: mhm
0: oh no no <laughs> no i don't want no like if you t- like if magically i could have another child and we have enough space for another child like i am not against a third child but right now i don't want to do it again I don't want to be pregnant again. I don't want to risk any type of health complications and all that kind of stuff. No, I'm done. I'm like finito. I feel you,
2: listeners. You know, I love oh. I love
0: babies though. I like if somebody wants to like make me like an honorary auntie kind of thing. Like I'm ready. Yeah. Baby to me, I will cuddle that motherfucker all up. Like I'm ready. But no. other than but like no.
2: <laughs> Nicole had her baby. miss nerdy nikki she had lucas so yeah we're honorary already she told us all right like us us and nisha we're like there right yeah so when you come to arizona just call ahead call ahead rocky (laughs) you in there all right i'm with it but for listeners who are still pregnant and are wishing that shit would drop so then you could go into labor because you've had this baby and, yo, and your uterus feels like 50, 11 years. I'm hip, I got you. There's a restaurant in Excelsior, Minnesota that says that their labor inducer burger has helped 31 women go into labor after eating it within 24 hours of eating it,
0: including
2: the hip? restaurant's co-owner herself.
0: Wow. So,
2: what's in the burger? As listed on the eatery's website, the burger sounds good as fuck, by the way. The burger is made with beef, caramelized Mm -hmm. onions, spicy Cajun remoulade, mustard, and honey-cured bacon, and it's all wrapped up in a pretzel bun. Oh, wow. There's nothing special about the stuff that's in it. It just sounds hella good. Okay. Well, I guess. The restaurant came into being in 2019 when a family who owns the restaurant prepared to enter a contest. A co-owner alongside her mother and sister Cindy was pregnant at the time and gave it a whirl. She said I figured I was 38 weeks pregnant so why not indulge. About six hours later her contraction started and hence the specific name was given to the burger. But some folks, you know, say that eating spicy foods like spicy mustard, which is on the burger, or a spicy remoulade sauce can help induce labor, but there is no real link between the two. But now we have a burger that'll take a life. (laughs) You know, you got the triple bypass burger at the Heart Attack Grill in Vegas. You know about the Heart Attack Burger at the the Heart Attack Grill. Where they got the yeah. scale out front? Yeah, yeah. If you weigh like five hundred pounds, you get your food for free.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we talked. I feel like we we definitely we, did. Talked we discussed about that. that before. Yeah, because
2: yeah. I think we were like no back then, but now, oh, yeah. Now I'm like I might visit them before I go get my surgery. <laughs> oh, I mean, be- I
0: get, I get it, I get it. It.
2: It might be the last thing I do before I get the surgery is go over there and get a triple bypass. You know what I think about whenever I think about this surgery? I think about a big pun saying, I lost 100 pounds, I'm trying to live, and then that nigga died hmm. like the next week. <laughs> Bruh.
0: I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, he did. I mean, he, I don't know if he died the next week, but yeah,
2: it definitely nigga put it on wax like yeah, I lost gone. 100 pounds I'm trying to live and God was like and I took ended. that personally <laughs>
0: <laughs> you thought
2: but yeah but yeah so now there's the, the triple bypass burger or the double bypass whatever they call it that'll take your fucking life and you have the labor inducer which will help bring life into the world yep. we'll call it if you buy them both, we'll call it the circle of burgers. <laughs> Somebody will bring the burger out to you and hold it up in the sky as Elton John's music plays in the background, and it'll be a moment for everybody.
0: He giveth and He taketh away.
2: <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. So, how stupid are teenagers?
1: Ooh. And
2: I don't mean stupid like, 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 I'm not calling teenagers. I know kids are like, fucking intelligent as fuck like a lot of them motherfuckers are smarter than y'all motherfuckers out there they're not smarter than me cuz I know where they go to study but I mean they do stupid ass shit because they're not thinking about the consequences of what they might sure. do that's what i mean sure. by stupid i have to clarify that because we get new uh, listeners all the fucking time right how stupid are teenagers a teenager hitting a flaming tennis ball <laughs> <laughs> a teenager hitting a flaming tennis ball ignited a two-alarm fire on Wednesday afternoon, that displaced three residents, heavily damaged at least one house and several vehicles, and briefly caused a disruption in electrical services to about eight thousand seven hundred customers.
0: That's
2: awful. Mm-hmm. Ah. District officials provided more details in a separate statement on Thursday. Three teens, again, how stupid are teenagers? Three teens had a fire. I just want to remind y'all, when I was just about a teenager, when I was 12, I wasn't, you know what, let me finish this story first. Three teens had a fire they had dug in a pit in the backyard of their house on Arthur Road. Mm-hmm. It began in Arthur Road's home. They had dug a pit in the backyard and they had a fire in the backyard and ignited and they ignited a tennis ball and played stick ball with it. One of them hit the burning tennis ball into dry vegetation resulting in the grass fire. Before explaining that the explosive noises heard from the fire came from vehicles and propane tanks catching fire and that no fireworks were involved, multiple vehicles in the storage lot suffered damage, but firefighters were able to control the fire and prevent damage to as many as a dozen nearby residences. There were no reports of injury. No, no pg who this was in Martinez so this is right up the uh right near San Francisco oh my Bay Area. god
0: so this oh my god see because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it because it, it's so dry it's so mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so dry like I get like I get nervous just here in Oklahoma after a while in the summer if we haven't had a lot of rain because Shit can burn up real easy. in so real many quick. trees and shit. It's just like it doesn't take much, you know. It's just one wayward cigarette mm-hmm. can fuck some shit up, and it's just and they just playing in the yard.
2: <laughs> we gonna dig a ditch. All right, the ditch is dug. What are we gonna do next? Set this bitch on fire. <laughs> that escalated quickly, but okay, we gonna do that too. What next? Let's light a tennis ball on fire. That's dope. That's that's, that's it right there. That's the move. That's the move. All right, now what? Pitch me the tennis ball. Watch how far I can make this motherfucker fly. Again, when I was a kid, about 12, 13. Yeah. Had to be 12, 13. I got to my house and realized that just like a 12 and 13 year old would, I I, I had left my keys at home. And so I was locked out the house mm. and nobody was home. Um, and so I went into the backyard because it was hot. It was like May. So the sun was beaming down and everything was dry and all that kind of shit. Uh, and in my backyard, there was a Porch with no shade over the top of it. It was just stairs that you sat on, you know, like so. On the bottom floor, there's a sliding glass window, and then there's a step that leads out to. So there's a a tiny stoop. The stoop mm-hmm. was about seven inches, maybe a foot tall. So I can't even really okay. sit on it for a long time and be comfortable, especially because I'm sitting in the sun. There's also a barbecue grill, and there's a newspaper. Uh, so I sat down and read the newspaper. The newspaper is real old. It's like crumbly. Mm. And there's a lighter. It's one of those long lighters with the, uh, push button on the top and then the like trigger. The tr- like
0: the trigger. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I'm 12 and 13. This is my first time getting a chance to actually use one of these. Cause usually, you know, it's kids can't use this. So right. I figure out that if you push in that button and you pull the trigger, the, the, the fire will... <sighs> And then I realized that if you turn the gauge on the back, the fire will get bigger. So now I got the long fire that's like uh, maybe three inches long. And I'm just looking at that thing waving back and forth. And then I look from there to the barbecue grill, to the newspaper. And then I look at the fire again. And then I look at the barbecue grill. And then I look at the newspaper. And the newspaper's looking at me like, don't do it. And the fire's looking at me like, don't be no punk. <laughs> don't be scared. Don't be scared. So I put one piece, like it it was, it was one of those uh penny saver type mailers, mm. you know, with a mm-hmm. bunch of pieces inside of it. So I took one piece and put it on the grill and lit it, and it um burned up pretty quickly. But the cool thing about it was as it burned. It lifted up off the grill and started floating.
1: Oh. Of the heat. It was like almost yeah. like a hot
2: air balloon. It started to float up in the air. Never saw anything like this before in my life. And I want to tell you that when I was younger than that, at my grandmother's house in Washington, she had a cast iron stove uh, in her in her second level, like on the ground floor of her house. And this no. because it was Washington. They didn't have air-conditioned and whatnot, so this was her heater. And so if you right. put water on top of the cast-iron stove when she had, like, put fire in it or whatever, put wood in it, if you poured water on the top of it, it would sizzle and bounce and bubble, kind of like a, sure. a cast-iron frying pan. I always thought that was fascinating. Um, I just like fire. So um, <laughs> this newspaper floats off and it's burning and everything, and it, it burns up in midair, so it's, like, gone. It disappears. It, it, it went into the future. For all I know, it's gone. <laughs> so I put another piece on there. And I was like, this is dope. And it does it again. So I'm like, I'm going to put two pieces on there. And this is dope. Right. And it's still gone. And I don't know where the fuck my brother was that stopped me from doing this shit. But I put six pieces on there all at once. And I lit them all. And they all went up and disappeared. And I was happy with that. And then I was like, you know what? I wonder if I can hold a piece and light it while it's in my hand and then just let it go right? and then it'll disappear. And so I, I lit it and I put it up in the air and I waited for it to disappear. And at that very moment, the wind took it and it landed in the grass. Oh. And so there's a little fire brewing in front of me in the grass and so um, luckily we had a water hose in the backyard and, mm. and, and water. And so I sprayed down that piece of grass. I sprayed down the barbecue grill. I washed the windows. <laughs> I wet the stairs. At this point in time, I'm just having fun. So now I'm like, just wetting myself up. <laughs> and at that very moment, like right after that, my mom came home and she was like, what, what are you doing in the backyard? And I was like, I forgot my key. And she was like, you fool ass boy. And she opened up the door and I went inside and got tro- got in trouble for getting wet, which is way better than getting in trouble for setting the house on Oh, bed.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely, you know, you just being a kid, being silly, messing with a water hose versus like almost burning the house
2: down. And the funny thing <laughs> is, with fire. the funny thing is, the first words that you said in that carry over to the same to the second one being a kid, being silly, playing with a water hose is a lot better than being a kid, being silly, playing with fire. <laughs> <laughs> One of those is going to lead to a murder. (laughs) (laughs) The other time I forgot my key, I went to the back and I was like, "Okay, um, let me check to see if the back door is unlocked. Mm. And the back door was unlocked. But my mom, you know Black people, we put the stick in the door. You you put that stick Mm. in the door so then it can't open up all the way. So it opened up about three inches. And then it stopped but the way that the back door is set up is as soon as you open up the back door if the alarm is on the alarm is gonna go off like not just the silent alarm it's like bells ringing whole neighborhood knows somebody trying to break into a house and this was back when we were in a nicer house so the alarm is going off i can't open the door to go inside the to turn off the alarm, the alarm company is calling on the phone because they call and you're supposed to give them a password right. and, the, and right. I send the cops out after you. And I'm sitting on the stairs just crying. Big boo oh, tears. Oh, no. I'm bawling. I'm like, again, 12 years old. <laughs> and I'm sitting on the back steps with my hands in my head just crying. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do anything about it. And then As I look through the front, as I look through the uh, sliding glass door, because I'm still trying to reach through and do something, the stick is all, there's no way I'm going to reach the stick. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But as I
2: look through, I hear the front door open and I hear my brother say, what the fuck? And then he (laughs) runs in and he turns off the alarm. And so I start banging on the back window or on the the sliding glass window. I should have just called his name. I should have been like, hey, punk ass, it's me. Let me in. I made a mistake. Instead, I'm still trying to slide the door open and banging on the door. So he thinks there's really a robber trying to right. get in the house. Right. He's, 15, he's 14 because I'm 12. I didn't mean to scare him like that. In hindsight, I should have just closed the door and just walked around to the front door, which is now open and been like, I've been out back this whole time. <laughs> I deserved to get beat up that day. I wasn't as mad as I could have been. <laughs> I haven't told that story to anybody till now. Oh, wow. We got here from tarot cards. Technically. Technically.
0: Sometimes
1: that's how
2: it goes. Yeah. Last story. A Southwest Airlines flight attendant. That never starts off well and it never ends well. But we're going to try this out. A Southwest Airlines uh, attendant lost two of her teeth she got punched oh. in the face by a passenger. Oh, you really going to make me have to pay to see the rest of this story? You sons of bitches. Oh, never mind. We'll never know what happened. Uh, Southwest spokesman on Tuesday confirmed the incident. He said it involved a female passenger and occurred on Sunday's flight. I'm trying to read this quick before the thing pops back up and says, pay us, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> The pastor repeatedly ignored standard in-flight instructions became verbally and physically abusive upon landing. He said police were asked, hold on one second, I will go back. You're not going to beat me now, you son of a bitch. He said police were asked to meet the plane when it arrived in San Diego and the pastor was taken into custody. She said there were 477 incidents of misconduct by passengers on this flight from April 8th through May 15th. They clarified that the instructions the pastor resisted did not involve masking or other COVID-19 protocols, which means it was over either putting her tray up, clicking her seatbelt, or putting her chair into an upright position. Sure. For that, she took a person's teeth out. And it was a woman who did it? Yes. Okay. This is why they are talking about no longer... Oh shit, she's from Antelope. That's where I was when I almost burned down the house. Um, she <laughs> was booked on suspicion of felony battery causing serious injury. And this is why they should stop allowing drinks on a plane.
0: Sure. I've seen people talking about, yeah, they should limit drinks on the plane and also limit drinks uh, in the bars. Mm hmm.
1: Mm hmm. I'm just saying. Some, some
0: people also suggested like a no-fly list for these people who are consistently
2: abusive, you know,
0: yeah, abusive to the staff and everything.
2: I could see that. Um
0: they definitely I'm, need something.
2: Definitely, yes. I would say that the first step would be to limit the level of alcohol they can get i don't understand why you would allow alcohol in the airport in the first place um honestly because i have seen people just in day-to-day life who get liquid courage in them and do stupid shit um and if your flight is a layover or if your flight is late or if your flight is delayed on takeoff or anything like that and you're already drinking you'll get upset you'll get frustrated and then On the other hand, there's folks on the other end of the spectrum who are nervous about flying and go on the plane Mm -hmm. and drink and fall asleep.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: But they can take medication to fall asleep, like Tylenol PM. So I would think that if you limit the alcohol that people are able to drink on flights, then if the problem continues, the problem persists when there's no alcohol available or something like that, then you could start doing the no-fly list for abusive people, sure. um, but what I am curious about or what I'll be concerned about is limiting access to people who have a drinking problem. Like if you're putting alcohol in front of them and you don't know if they have a drinking problem, they drink to excess to this point. I blame them, sure I do, but I'm like they have a disease. Sure. And it's right there in front of them. If you take that, the the thing that will aid their disease away, and they're still doing it, yeah, they're fucking abusive as shit. God, I sound like a white person when I said that. <laughs> I sounded real liberal.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a weird. I mean, it's a weird situation because there's also the part of me that thinks that the abusiveness that is ramping up in a lot of different places. Is like the people who are taking the, this time seriously are choosing to stay home, and so the pe- you know, the level-headed people have decided. You know what? Maybe we're not going to go on this vacation. We're not going to do this thing. We're at the crib, and the people who really don't give a fuck—they're the ones who are out, and so it's more of them out. Mo- you know, they're out more and in force because they don't care anyway. So it's like, sure, I'll get on a plane. And sure, I'll go be belligerent about some shit. I'm not even worried about what the fuck is going on. I'll just mm-hmm. do whatever I want to do. And I think that's what's playing out in some in some cases.
2: I, would, I don't know. I, I get worried about flying as it is. You let too many folks on there drunk, they're going to act out. And if you let folks get on there and drink, they're going to act out even more. Because if you gave me tequila on a flight, it's on. You looking at? What you looking at? Punk ass! I know you ate. <laughs> Fucking eight year old. Yeah, my nephew, punk ass kid. Look at him, snot bubbles and shit. Old snot bubble ass. Can you wipe your own ass yet? Make me sick. Go to sleep. That would be me <laughs> talking to kids after tequila on a flight. Like I need to. I think that's why I don't drink. I need to drink where there's nobody else around. I'm I'm not an abusive drunk. I'm not anything. I don't drink to excess, but I get worried because there's been a lot of people who have addiction to alcohol in my family. Mm -hmm. And I know what I could do. I mean, I did a whole podcast about trying to break a gin and juice bottle in college to stab somebody to death. So I know what's possible. By the way, never again did I drink gin and orange juice. For multiple reasons last story there's a number of things that uh folks can't deal with in life and are pretty scared of from creepy clowns to snakes what do you think's on the top of that scary list though shanta um, spiders yep the top of that list will always be spiders no matter how tiny they might be And it seems like we're not the only ones ones with this fear, as a viral social media post has recently shown. A post on the Instagram account, Neighbors from Hell, has shared a hilarious letter a resident left on their their mailbox for the postman. In the anonymous note, the writer explains that their mail has been held hostage by the insect, and they are hoping the postman can help them out by taking any means necessary. Dear Mr. Postman, beholder of parcels, bringer of utility bills. I write to you on this day to ask a simple task of you. Living on the right side of my mailbox is a spider, seemingly holding my mail hostage. If you can remove him for me, either by relocation or brutal murder, I will be forever in your debt. Sincerely, Resonant. That's it. That's that's the whole
0: I, thing. I'm surprised. Oh, they also let the, a picture
2: of what the spider looked like. They drew a picture of the spider, just in they case. They drew a picture. Yeah.
0: They, okay. They didn't take a picture of the spider, but they drew a picture of the spider.
2: Yeah. We don't know if the postman did it.
0: And they can't get their mail.
2: Yeah. Because the the spider. The spider's holding it hostage.
0: I guess. I mean, I understand being, like, super-duper afraid of those kinds of things. But I guess the other part of me is, like, if it's outside and you can see it, you can spray it with Raid. And Mm -hmm. it'll die. Like, Mm -hmm. it will die. Like, or you can get a broom and knock it down or there's just <laughs> there's a way I mean especially outside like I could see feeling some kind of way maybe inside you know your your ability to maybe get it might be limited depending on how tall you are and what you have access to and, but no outside you're the boss you can take it out
2: <laughs> I kind of understand though If there's a black widow underneath my, underneath my mailbox, that's the black widow's mailbox for a while. Sure. I mean, I'm going to spray it. I'm going to spray it, but I'm going to tell you straight out. If I miss and that thing scurries away, or if I hit it and that thing scurries away, I'm not coming out for the next two days. Sure. Somebody broke into the mailboxes outside and pulled them back. Like, I don't know. They pried them open and pulled them back so then they don't close all the way. So now mm-hmm. after I spray a, a spider, I always wonder, did it crawl into my mailbox and it's waiting for me to reach in?
0: Sure. Yeah. But yeah, I would definitely be nervous about that and definitely be nervous about a Black Widow because I feel like we had a Black Widow and the raid really didn't even do anything. Mm-hmm. So, So I get it. I mean, depending on what type of spider it is. I get it.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, but, if it's a daddy long leg nigga. Pull your pants up.
0: For sure, just like some of them, you just just get a broom and move it out the way. It'll be okay. But mm-hmm. yeah, some of the other ones, yeah, no.
2: Yeah, but if you try and like move it, and it looks like it's about to fucking counterattack, then yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and that's the other thing too. You don't want it to jump. You don't want it to jump on you. That's scary. Yeah. But that's why I was just like, get the broom and just knock it down. Put some, put some inches, put some feet between you and the, and the spider. You know, nobody's saying go in there and swat it with your hand and try to get it out. It's just like, no, don't do that. But
2: mm. yeah. I don't know. <sighs> Any new uh, progress as far as learning Korean K-pop?
0: Nope. Oh, BTS did come out with a new song called Butter.
2: How is it? Is it like Butter?
0: I like it. I like it compared to, it's It's all English again. Oh. So, cause they came out with another song for the last album called Dynamite and that was in English. So they've made a second all English song. And I think this song is better than the last one, even though the other one isn't bad. But I do like this song more than the other one. And they also got a whole McDonald's thing going on. Like, there's like a BTS meal, and you can get. I think it's it's chicken nuggets. It's basically chicken nuggets, fries, and a Coke. Okay. And you're supposed, and they've, you know, and I think they're supposed. I've seen pictures, so they're supposed to be like uh, BTS packaging, and I think photo cards are supposed to come with it, and whatever. I have not purchased anything yet and i honestly am not sure that it would even be at the mcdonald's that's near me anyway
2: you mean but bts sorry
0: but yeah but that's really it as far as korean you know still still studying you know every once in a while i'll feel like i know a little bit more it'll you, you get the realization that I know a little bit more or recognize something a little bit more or read something. And it's just like, oh, I know what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what that means, you know, that kind of thing. But it's just, you know, slow and steady. Just the good thing is I'm still going. I think that's what, I think that's what- uh, The most
2: important part.
0: Yeah, it's the most important part that I'm still going. And I think, yeah, and it's today. Today marks, I think two years since I started studying. I think it's today. I'm pretty sure it's today. Today's the day where I, I, I opened up my Duolingo. and was like, oh, it still works and everything. Like, <laughs> I can still get in. Like I still had my password was still one of those uh, old passwords, you know, that like easy to remember. But they tell you don't make passwords that way anymore. So it was one of those. And so I was, you know, I was able to type it in, you know, two years ago. And blah 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 blah. I was like, oh, I opened up. It was this. Yay! I didn't change it. And so yeah, so yeah. Today marks two years of, of studying Korean.
2: Okay. Congratulations. Thanks. So the last thing I say, and then we'll end this. Okay. So there's this channel called Paramount Plus, and on Paramount Plus you can watch MTV shows. You can mm-hmm. watch uh, Nickelodeon shows. I don't know anything else past that. Probably CBS shows. Yeah. Um, one of the shows that they're going to do on Paramount Plus, uh, they're bringing back the Rugrats. Cool. And okay. it's going to be more of a CGI animated. It's going to be more, well, not CGI animated. I'm trying to think of the best way to explain this. Um. More 3D. Yes. Okay. It's going to be a more 3D representation of um, the characters and everything, which is yeah. which is cool, you know. But even cooler than that is that Phil and Lil's mom. Phil and Lil, if y'all remember, the Tommy's the biggest-headed kid. Phil and Lil are the twins who are close to having big heads, but not as big as his. Chucky is the red-headed kid with the glasses who seems to be further along than Tommy, Phil, and Lil, and then Angelica's white privilege. And um, <laughs> what was the, gosh, what was her name? The who? little black girl. Oh, Susie. And Susie. Susie was the yeah. dopest one.
0: Yeah. And she's like Chucky's, isn't she Chucky's stepsister? She becomes oh. Chucky's stepsister. Isn't that what happened? Like their, their parents married each other.
2: That would be I dope.
0: I thought that happened. I thought they became brother and sister or.
2: Chucky and what was her name again? Susie. Susie. I'm scared to type this shit in because that's how you get these weird ass fanfic type things that sure. s- send the FBI but, to your house and shit.
0: But that's why you got to hit
2: them with just the Wikipedia
0: or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta-
2: yes. Uh, Susie Carmichael no just that she's brilliant but anyhow <clears throat> she is too Phil and Lil's mom in the original Rugrats always <clears throat> gave off the image of being LGBTQ. Uh, LGBTQIA sure and so in the new Rugrats show that's coming out on Paramount Plus they've made it official they made it canon uh, that she is a openly gay woman and she'll be voiced by queer actor, Natalie Morales. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Which I think is going to be dope. Um, this time, instead of her uh, sweater having the female symbol, which is what she had on her, sh- her sweater throughout Rugrats, rats. Uh, she's donning a Gemini sweater. Huh? Um, okay. So I think that that's going to be really cool uh, for kids to be able to see at a young age that, you know, you, it's you could be uh, LGBTQIA and still have kids, or or live your life and do whatever you wish to uh, make yourself happy. Um, it's just too bad that the show is only going to be seen by folks who have Paramount Plus. Sure, because I don't know anybody who has Paramount Plus. Oh, I haven't. Oh, you do? Let me get the password. Slide, slide that shit over, nigga. Don't be like that. I'll give you the <laughs> password to Voodoo. So like Voodoo, check it out. The way you were talking about tarot cards, is the way that I am with Voodoo, I was like, you know what? I got to stop ordering shit. After like the fifth or sixth movie that I got back-to-back that I knew I wasn't going to watch for a long time, like on Friday, I think it was, I ordered like 12 movies. Okay. I'm not going to watch, but like nine of them right now. I bought two episodes or bought two seasons of a show that is quite possibly my favorite game show of all time after the amazing race called Solitary. Listeners, if you ever get a chance to go on YouTube, just type in Solitary Fox reality uh, show and uh, enjoy. Solitary is a show where they where there's eight contest eight contestants and they're all put into separate. Take uh, octa. octa octagon octa you know what fuck this shit there's google for all this Uh, octagonal okay yeah i've learned that if i type in a name and then type in pronunciation it'll tell me how to say it yes octagonal so uh there are eight octagonal uh rooms and so each of them are in a room by themselves um and it's them and a computer called Val and there's a green light and there or there's a green button and a red button and a food tray and they live in there and they can't see anybody else they know there's other contestants because Val asked them all questions and then tells the other people what the other what the contestants each said but they can't see each other but they're each given challenges like you have to drink this many cans of root beer In 45 seconds, and then spin around and then do this. Like, it's some real shit. They had one where they had to take um, almost like clothespins. They were called like skin pinchers, I think. And you had to clip them onto your body in specific spots, onto your fingers and onto your toes, and all that kind of stuff. And it's just an endurance trial. Like, who can do this the longest? And when they can't take it anymore, they quit. The problem is they can't see anybody else. So they're like, Aww. I feel like nobody else can can go as long as I've gone. So I'm gonna go ahead and just bargain that I can go ahead and quit and I'll be safe. And then they find out they were the first one to quit. However, when somebody quits and they get eliminated from the show, Val doesn't tell the rest of the people shit. So you see people sitting there for like three hours with these things attached to their nipples and shit. Just clipped up trying to bear it out because they think that the folks who are in other rooms that they can't see are still going it is fascinating
0: okay because see this is like the the tv show on the history channel alone Mm -hmm. where have you seen that where Mm -hmm. people are like doing like a nature well doing like a survival thing out in the woods by themselves and they got to like create a shelter and find food and, you know, build a fire and contend with predators and, and all that different kind of stuff. And, you know, there's 10 people. They're all kind of scattered about the area, but they can't get to each other. And they don't know who quits until it's all over. Like, they know mm-hmm. if they quit, you know, obviously. But the person who wins isn't going to know they won until the very, 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 very end. Okay.
2: you know, And that's so. on Disney?
0: No, I think it's History Channel. Okay. Okay.
2: That'll probably it kind of irks
0: me sometimes. It kind of irks me sometimes because you, you see the people talking about, you know, like, oh, man, I'm really cut out for this. I was in the military. I did this thing. I did that thing. And then sometimes there's, there's been multiple seasons where people get there and it's just like, yeah, I didn't know it was going to be like this. I don't want to stay, I'm tapping out, I gotta go. And I'm just like, I bet the fuck you did. I bet the fuck you didn't think it was going to be like this. Like, it's just, it's just, it seems so silly to me because it's just like, okay, the show is called Alone. You're going to be by yourself. And there's bears and shit out where you are or cougars or wolves or whatever the fuck. And it's just like, this shit sounds difficult. Like there's nothing that you've done that can prepare you for this shit
2: exactly
0: but they but they go into it and be like I, I can do this i got this under control i'm gonna this. be out here i'm gonna be out here until whenever you know and it's just like no you mm, you're overestimating yourself but i guess that's how you, i guess that's how you have to be it in order to enter those types of contests you know me i'm just like what it's bears out there no i'm not going out there for-
2: wait it's outside <laughs> what it's it's, it's outside are, are the bears wearing masks no <laughs> Nah, baby, I can't, I can't, I can't go being on alone. No, I can't. You, baby, come on, you know how those people are. You, <laughs> you know. How, yeah. Let's, let's watch Legendary. So there's a show, last thing I'm going to say, there's two shows on Disney, three shows on Disney, one show on Hulu that I would advise you to watch. I've already talked about Legendary on HBO Max. Uh, the two shows on Disney, surprisingly, three shows if you, okay, I will say three shows on Disney because the Bad Batch is a bad motherfucker. Okay. Um, but there's also uh, a remake of the Mighty Ducks called Mighty Ducks Game Changers.
0: Okay. Oh, is that what the the lady from
2: Bad Santa? People said a Gilmore oh. Girls, but I watched. That's
0: that. what it is. That's what I was trying to think of. Was I could see her face, and I know her hair is brown and everything. But yeah, Gilmore Girls.
2: Yeah. I see her in Bad Santa. Fuck me, Santa. Fuck me, Santa. Um, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, she had a Santa <laughs> fetish. Um, and her and Emilio Estevez. It's a really good show. Um, okay. It's not about the Mighty Ducks, per se. The Mighty Ducks are now the big, the bullies on the block.
0: Yes, that's. I definitely saw that. Yeah, it was just like, oh, damn, they didn't turn the Mighty Ducks into the fucking
2: Hawks. Yeah. Like, ain't that a, ain't that a yeah. bitch? That's exactly but, yeah. what they did. And it's dope. I really do enjoy it. You don't have to know a lot about hockey, which is always nice. And then the mm-hmm. other show is called Big Shots. Um, okay. And it's John Stamos. Uh, He was a two-time NCAA basketball, men's basketball. He won two championships as the men's basketball coach of Wisconsin. Okay. And then one day he lost his temper and threw a chair onto the floor and got fired and got exiled. And so Uh he ends up uh, having to lower himself to coaching Mm -hmm. at a girls' private school, at a high, Mm -hmm. a girls' private school, a girls' private high school, Uh, in San Diego and it's it's pretty dope I mean it it reminds me a lot of a Disney version of a CW show as far as the drama that happens and 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 the basketball's horrible I'm not gonna (laughs) lie to you the leading scorer on on his team uh, has a shot where she literally turns and pushes her arm out like this and they always have to cut away and show another shot of the ball going into the <laughs> okay, so,
0: so they did not train the babies yeah, to look yeah, no. playing basketball
2: <laughs> yeah no they got a few girls who look like they can ball from other teams um, and then the girls on their team I think they taught them here's how you drove up and do a layup and now it's about it some of them look like they could play whatever but the girl who's a leading scorer they literally mm-hmm. do a cutaway every time she shoots and just shows oh, the ball from the basket Looks like they have her standing in the same spot whenever she takes every shot because it drops in from the basket in the same area every single time. haven't figured that out yet. I'm going to have to watch. But the storyline is dope. The principal or the headmaster of the school is Shirley from um, Community. Uh, Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay.
2: So she's really good in her role. Uh, John Stamos is really good in his role. There's a, a, a white lady who's like his assistant coach. And I feel like I've seen her somewhere too, but I'm not quite sure. But they all do a really good job. At first I wasn't sure because they had one black, uh, one black player on the team and she was the sassy one in the first couple of mm. episodes. And I didn't like that at all. But then they they ironed that out and got, got those kinks out the way. And so now it's just a really good show. So I'm really enjoying watching those three shows, that, Bad Batch, and uh, The Mighty Ducks. The three Disney okay. shows that I that I'm watching right now, and then on Hulu, uh, Modok. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mechanism only designed. Mechanism designed only for killing. Something like I don't know. I don't oh, know wow. what Modok stands for. Something, and he's a he's okay. a um, he's a. Um, God damn you pizza with a hole in it. He's a Marvel villain. Right. And they put him in this show, and it is absolutely hilarious. Uh the guy who plays Modoc is what is that white guy's name? Um God, he's a, he's a, he's a he's a fucking comedian a uh, big dude. I used to watch his shit all the time. It says Pat- Patton Oswalt.
0: Patton Oswalt. Yeah. He's
2: Modoc, and it is
0: okay.
2: excellent. Also, uh, Modoc stands for Mechanized Organism Designed Only for Killing. Yeah, I was almost there. I was almost right. Yep. But they have the entire show already out. Disney puts their shows out piecemeal, so you got to watch them week to week. Hulu, right. however, which is also owned by Disney, they put their stuff out in bingeable blocks. So it's all out there right now. I've watched the first three episodes. I found them to be hilarious. Um, and it looks like it's actually uh, one of the people who uh, created the show is Seth Green. Okay. Uh, and y'all know him from uh, Austin Powers. You also know him from Can't Harley Wait. But he's also one of the creators of Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. on uh, Cartoon Network and so this does have kind of a robot chicken feel to it okay but the comedy is excellent a lot of cursing though um, <laughs> so if y'all have children who you're trying to shield from that kind of shit I fucking understand completely yep that's about it Shanta you got any shout outs or anything no me neither Nope.
0: no shout outs You know, appreciate everybody who continues to listen.
2: Yeah, me too. Man, been doing this. We've been doing this. It's a thing. Thank you all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Again, you can leave a review if you feel the need uh, over at um, Podchaser or Apple or Stitcher. We're literally everywhere podcasts are. That's one of the perks of being in podcasts for so long. So just, you can type us into Google and we'll pop up. Um, check out Shantae on Twitter at Shantae Fabulous. That's spelled the normal way, uh, not like the rapper would spell it. Uh, You might catch her doing some of her tarot readings. What I would say Shantae is one day, maybe you should do one of those things they have on Twitter now, the shares thing or the the spaces.
0: Oh, the spaces, sure.
2: And do a reading. Mm.
0: Yeah, I don't know. That would be cool. That would be cool, but I'm also not really an on-the-spot kind of reader, and I okay. think, but that's also why I started doing the weekly readings, because mostly I, since I was just reading for myself, it was just like, no, let me put myself out there for other people to pay attention to if they want to pay attention to it and kind of ease my way into putting, you know, basically putting myself behind the tarot readings that I, you know, give out. Cause previous to that, it was just basically just talking about the cards, you know, just like, Oh, here's this card. Here's what it means. Here's this thing. Here's what it looks like, like that. Versus now I'm actually giving readings okay. that someone could pay attention to if they wanted.
2: Yeah. And I mean, if you do choose to do a spaces or a clubhouse, whatever it may be, I'll be there. I'll be like, Hey, my name is Bob from West Virginia. <laughs> Just curious to know how my life's gonna turn out. I don't know. It's been a long week. (laughs) (laughs) You did on me, man. I just don't know what's gonna happen next. Can you do me a tarot reading? Huh? Can you? (laughs) And then I'll be like, surprise, motherfuckers. It's really me, Derek. I don't know who Bob is. Come from California. That'd
0: that'd be funny.
2: Yeah, especially if the tarot card said my name was Derek. Like, I'd be like, oh shit.
0: Yeah, that's not really you. You're lying.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the, the fool came up. That means you're lying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But again, thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Um, we'll holler at y'all later. Y'all be good. Peace. This is Single Simulcast.